G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media, thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. Success in the area of spiritual growth is no mystery. Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie reveals the truth. People that do not succeed in the spiritual life end up that way because of choices over the course of their lifetime to not do the right thing. Listen, it comes down to this. If you want to grow spiritually, you will. If you don't want to grow spiritually, you won't. It's really up to you. This is the day when the lost are found. study of cause and effect. We wonder why we get so many speeding tickets. Well, that might be because we drive too fast. Or what about why is it so hard to get up in the morning? Maybe that's linked to how easy it is to stay up late at night. Well, today in A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us to study cause and effect as it relates to success in the Christian life. Jesus paid the price for our salvation, but we'll see that maturity and spiritual growth are up to us. Let me begin with a question. Why do some succeed while others fail in the Christian life? And we all know people who have walked with the Lord for many years and God has used them powerfully. And then we know other people who basically crash and burn. Here's the answer. The people that do not succeed in the spiritual life end up that way because of choices they make. Not one choice necessarily, but hundreds, even thousands of choices over the course of their lifetime to not do the right thing and by default end up doing the wrong thing. Listen, it comes down to this. If you want to grow spiritually, you will. If you don't want to grow spiritually, you won't. It's really up to you. In fact, God gives us a choice in the book of Deuteronomy uh, chapter 30, verse 19. The Lord says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses for you today and I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Now choose life. So the Lord is saying, it's up to you. You want to bless life? You want to curse life? Uh, that's your choice. But I give you the choice and I love how he tells us the right choice. He goes, Choose life. <laughs> you know, make the right choice. Do the right thing. God has given you everything you need to know in the Bible about Him. And He's given you all the spiritual power to grow spiritually. We're told over in 1 Peter 1.3, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Okay, we're gonna look at the parable of the sower, which is a parable that reveals to us the golden key to spiritual growth. 
Before we read from Mark chapter four, let's get the backdrop. Uh, Jesus has gone to the beach, effectively. Now it's the Sea of Galilee, which is actually a massive freshwater lake. So he went to the water. And I don't know about you, but, but I love to be near water. I love to walk on the beach. It's a place where you contemplate things and you're surrounded by God's creation. And it's just a great place to sort of uh, unwind and reflect. And, and I think Jesus loved to spend time in the water. We see a lot of his great teachings uh, and activities right there near the Sea of Galilee. So with that in mind, we come to Mark chapter four and we read these words. Once again, Jesus began teaching by the lakeshore. A very large crowd soon gathered around him and he got into a boat. And he sat on the boat while the people remained on the shore and he taught them by telling many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen, says Jesus, a farmer went out to plant some seed and he scattered it across the field. Some fell in a footpath and the birds came and ate it. Other seed fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. I'm sure the Lord was probably gesturing as he was teaching. Uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, he says, look at the birds. They don't worry. Why are you worrying? Look at the flowers, how beautiful they are. Maybe he gestured and there was a farmer in the distance throwing seed out left and right. So he talks about this uh, seed that goes on a footpath and the birds come and eat it. Another seed falls on shallow soil with underlying rock and it sprouted up quickly but uh, it withered under the hot sun. He continues on. Other seed fell among thorns or weeds that grew up and choked out the tender plants and it produced no fruit. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they sprouted, grew, and produced a crop that was 30, 60, even 100 times more that had been planted. Now listen to this. Then he said, he who has ears to hear, let him listen. Okay, that's the parable of the sower. Say, well, that's nice. What does it mean? That's exactly what the disciples said. Well, that, what does this mean? And now Jesus explains or interprets this story here in Mark chapter four, verse 13. Then Jesus said to them, if you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? Here it is. The farmer plants seed by taking God's word to others. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message but Satan comes at once. You might underline that phrase. Satan comes at once and takes it away. Now the seed that fell on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and receive it with joy. But they don't have deep roots. And they don't last long. And they fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. Uh, verse 18 of Mark chapter four. But the seed that fell among the thorns of the weeds represents those who hear the word of God, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth and the desire for other things and no fruit is produced. Now the final category. And the seed that fell in the good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as has been planted. All right. So what does this mean to us today? Answer, I have no idea. God bless you. <laughs> no, seriously. I, I have a few thoughts about this. I'm a preacher, of course I do. I actually have a whole message about these things. These are four reactions to God's word. 
And you fit into one of these four categories. And I want you to note that only one category was really legitimate or what we might call people who were actually converted. Back in biblical times, the objective of the sower was to just take the seed and throw it out. Throw it out and let the wind pick it up. It's not like they planted the little crops ahead of time and carefully put the seed in and had modern farming equipment to work with. No, it was pretty primitive. He just walked out, had his seed in his big bag, reached in, threw it, the wind would pick it up, and the seed would go here, there, and everywhere. And so the objective was you did the plowing later to see where the seed went. And that's our job. Our job is to go into all the world and preach the gospel or sow the seed. You know, it's interesting that the word broadcast actually comes from the root word of sowing seed. And we hear such amazing stories from people who've come to the Lord uh, watching Harvest at Home or listening to our radio program or uh, through one of our live events that we do that we call Harvest Crusades and so forth. But we just throw the seed out to as many people as we can. And time will tell who the real converts are. I'm glad you've joined us today. You're listening to Pastor Greg Laurie, the Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California, USA. And this is A New Beginning. And today we're considering the parable of the sower as Pastor Greg helps us check our own spiritual health. Let's continue. Okay, let's look at the different categories together. Category number one, I'm gonna call them highway hearers. Highway hearers, and it's in verse 15 of Mark 4. The seed that fell on the footpath represent those who hear the message only to have Satan come at once and take it away. I want you to notice something here. Satan comes at once, Jesus says. He comes at once. Know this. When you share the gospel with someone, the devil is going to aggressively oppose it. And when someone makes a profession of faith to follow Christ, you need to be there to help them get grounded spiritually. You know, when I was a brand new believer, the Christian said to me, now Greg, be careful. You're gonna be tempted by the devil. I'd never heard of such a thing. Tempted by the devil. I'm thinking of some guy with pointed ears and red skin with a pitchfork. Oh yeah, no, you'll be tempted by the devil. Now, I never, never really thought about temptation before because I think as a young kid, I just sort of did what I wanted. Maybe I saw it more as opportunity than temptation. Oh, okay, I'll be tempted by the devil. Then I said, how will I know when I'm being tempted? They said, you'll know. <laughs> so I'm still in high school. I'm in a class and there was a very attractive girl in that class. So I'm a brand new believer in Jesus Christ. And uh, I've never talked to this girl before. I'd noticed her, but I hadn't talked to her. So after class is over, this girl who never gave me the time of day, she didn't even acknowledge my existence up to that point, walks up to me and says, hi, what's your name? And I looked into her beautiful blue eyes and I momentarily forgot my name. <laughs> I said, uh, uh, Greg, oh, hey, Greg. You're really cute. I'm like, what? This, I mean, actually, that never happened to me. I know I'm cute, but I didn't really have girls come up to me and say, you're cute, right? You're really cute. I'm thinking, what is this girl saying? I have this little button uh, with a little image of Jesus on it. I'm a brand new Christian. You're really cute. I'm thinking, what is going on here? And she says, how would you like to spend the weekend with me up at a cabin that our family owns? And I'm thinking, this is temptation for sure. Because you know Why? That kind of thing never happened to me before. And out of nowhere, this attractive girl comes up and 
with this enticing offer. And it was, of course, enticing. Well, I said no, thank God. And, uh, but I knew, okay, I think that was my first official temptation. That's what happens when you're a follower of Jesus. The devil is gonna come and attack. So that's category one. So these are the people that, that you know, they, they hear the word of God, but it doesn't really penetrate their hard hearts. Jesus says the birds come and eat it. You know, you've been at McDonald's or some other place and the birds are hanging out because that's free food, man. That food hits the ground, boom, they swoop down and get it. Right, so that's what happened. These are people that hear the word of God, but it doesn't really penetrate their hardened heart. Category number two. I'm gonna call them rocky road hearers. Rocky road hearers. Verse 16, the seed that won on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately, notice the word immediately, immediately they receive it with joy, but since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long, they fall away. And as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. So they start, they take hold of it, but then it doesn't take root in their life. Now, the stony ground Jesus is speaking of uh, is just speaking of the terrain of Israel. Remember years ago, I was on a tour of Israel and I had my granddaughter Stella. She was very little at that point. And afterwards I said, Stella, what do you remember most about your trip to Israel? I thought she would remember some biblical site we went to. She said, rocks. What? Rocks. There were rocks everywhere. And that's true. There's a lot of rocks in the soil. So the idea here is that the seed goes into the ground and there's a shelf of rock underneath. So it shoots up, but because it can't get root, it withers in the blazing sun. So this is a description of a person who hears the word of God and boom, they respond. I mean, they respond so quickly. You know, you talk to some people and conversations go on for weeks, sometimes months, even years. You feel like you're making a little progress. Other people, the first time you tell them, they say, I want Jesus in my life. Really? Yeah, I want him in my life. So you say, let's pray. And they pray. And immediately they're like mega convert, right? They're like, they go out and buy a Bible, not just any Bible. They get a giant Bible they start carrying around and, and they, they're at church every day of the week and, and they're quoting verses and, and when worship is happening, they're lifting their hands higher than anybody else. They're singing louder and they're even critical of others who aren't growing as quickly as they're growing. And you say to people, that is the most dramatic conversion I have ever seen. It was like literally night and day. So uh, maybe a month passes by and they're gone. You don't see them at church anymore. They don't respond to your phone calls or your texts. What's going on? They just walked away. They fell away. This is the category we're looking at here. So we wonder, what happened to these people? Well, obviously they're having an emotional experience, but it didn't take root. See, this is actually not a true conversion, though it looks like one. And sometimes people in this category will say something along the lines of, oh, well, I, I tried the whole Christianity thing and it didn't work for me. Oh yeah, I was a Christian. Oh yeah, I went to church, I read the Bible, I did all that stuff, but yeah, it didn't work for me. Well, no, actually, you never were converted. I'm sorry to tell you that. You had an emotional experience. Maybe you had some sense of who Jesus was, 
But if it was a real conversion, you would still be walking with the Lord. Look, Christianity isn't like a product that works for some and doesn't work for others. Christianity, simplified, is a relationship with Christ himself. It was G.K. Chesterton who said, and I quote, Christianity has not been tried and found wanting. It's been found difficult and not tried. Good quote. So the problem with this person is their heart is shallow soil. Pastor Greg Laurie providing some good insight on the four types of soil we read about in the parable of the sower, or also known as the parable of the soils in the Bible. We've talked about highway hearers and rocky road hearers. Next time, we'll have some more solid biblical counsel on maximizing our Christian growth and fulfillment. So I hope you can join us for more from Pastor Greg in his series in Mark. It's called The Gospel for Busy People, right here next time on A New Beginning. Now for a copy of today's full message, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called The Golden Key to Spiritual Growth. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 